Pat Nunley and I will have the broadcast. And Pat uh, comes down to Suite fifteen uh, fourteen here in the Embassy Suites in Indianapolis to uh, talk about it. Uh, good morning to you. Isn't it fun that we're still kicking and looking forward to a game in round two? Yeah, and we get to go to Hinkle Fieldhouse. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's start right there. I mean, <laughs> we were telling Garrett off the air if we could have picked it, we would have. You and I would have picked a game in Hinkle Fieldhouse. We could have been any of four or five venues around, really. Uh, mid-afternoon game, and that's exactly what we've got tomorrow. You know, I'm old school, and uh, a, a place like Hinkle Fieldhouse, historic, uh, so much tradition around it. Hoosers was filmed there, all that great stuff. Really makes it special. Um, I, I've never been there. I've never seen it. I've just heard about it. So I'm really anxious to get in there and just experience Hinkle. I watched uh, the first game when CBS came on the air yesterday morning, and they were there. Jim Nance was there in uh, and Bill Raftery there in Hinkle Fieldhouse, and they did kind of a uh, homage to Hinkle and showed the history of it and hosting first NCAA tournament games in 82 years and just the history of that building. Man, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, well, it's interesting, too. It would not have gotten an NCAA tournament site typically and uh, but for the situation that we're sure. in now. So uh, it, it's nice to be able to showcase that. And, um, uh, you know, again, we were talking to the three of us before we got on the air about how the lights coming in, the sunlight coming right. in through that one window at the end of it uh, just just gives it um, an old school feel to it. And it is it is pure, yeah. right? That is yeah. pure basketball. And, and so it's going to be great to be there. And uh, I'm sure this will be brought up in, in stories and interviews and conversations the next couple of days. But Coach Drew's alma mater is Butler University. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's been interesting, too, John, as we were walking around with our Baylor stuff, a lot of Indiana fans here. <laughs> and so we get the inevitable question, uh, what do you think we can get your coach? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're all saying <laughs> off limits. Right. Uh, we, I mean, we all feel pretty pretty safe about that, but um, boy, they are on him, yeah. and it's great. Maybe the takeaway from that is he's getting the notoriety he deserves, and I, I think he, that's that's been the case for a while. You know, he was a finalist or whatever for National Coach of the Year last year, Big Twelve Coach of the Year two years in a row. Jury's in on that. I mean, he is he is one of the very very best, and it's kind of nice that we have a coach and we have a coaching staff that um, uh, is admired across the country. When a job opens up, those names get to the top of the list. Grant McCaslin, Paul Mills, you know, Coach Tang. We've been lucky to be able to hang on to him for so long. But it's just cool to walk around and people are going, hey, let's talk about your coach. <laughs> yeah, especially being here in Indiana right. and uh, IU having an opening right now for, yeah. for their head coach. Well, it was fun yesterday. Uh, just your thoughts, uh, you know, 24 hours later about the win over Hartford in the first round. You know, I think um, maybe slowly but slowly the team got its sea legs back after that three-week layoff. I think both you and I, John, have been a little surprised at the impact of that three-week layoff. You know, not only were they affected by it, they experienced it. You know, we had – I don't know how many guys, and it's, I think they've been pretty careful about not getting too public with it. Right. But what we know is there were several players, several, who had the bug. And they've really had to fight that off. And it takes a while. You think they were performing at an elite level. And you take away conditioning. You take away timing. You take away chemistry. All those intangibles that make this team really special. And it's a hard road back. But I think, you know, we saw glimpses of that. But I think yesterday what we saw that we haven't seen since the layoff is a return to a defensive mindset and uh, an edge defensively that makes this team, in my mind, elite in Final Four. If, uh, you know, if, if they get back to that level, uh, 
uh, they are going to be really hard to beat because offensively you've got the firepower. It's there. I don't care if Jared Butler goes one for six. Somebody's going, you know, five for nine. Right. Uh, it, and the percentages are just going to play out. This is the best three-point shooting team in the country. What makes it special and championship worthy, in my mind, is the defensive end. And there were uh, steps of progress uh, that uh, we both saw yesterday. That's a good sign, just moving back to getting to that level they were playing at before the COVID break. That's right. And, and that team yesterday was not ready for the kind of pressure and, and the kind of physicality that, that Baylor gives you. Uh, you know, they had three guys, four guys, I think, John, in the first half that played, they did, Hartford, 20 minutes, yeah, yeah. the entire 20 minutes. <laughs> that is rare. Right. And, and we don't do that very often. In the second half, it was just one knockout punch after another, and that's the reason. Wisconsin will be different. I mean, they've run the gauntlet of, of the Big Ten, really tough league, very physical league, and so that, that won't be an issue. So that's another test, and we'll see if defensively, if they really are where they need to be to win a championship. All right, so Wisconsin next up, second-round game coming up tomorrow. Uh, we visited with Matt LaPay, the voice of the Badgers, a little bit ago. And, uh, you know, there's been this all year, you know, which is the better league, Big Ten, Big 12. You know, you and I know sure. how we look at it. Right. And Matt looks at it from uh, the perspective you would imagine from a Big Ten school. But this head-to-head -head battle of a Big Ten school and a Big 12 school, I think this is going to carry a lot of weight as people sort of try to determine which is the better league this year yeah and everything we get John is anecdotal like yeah. everybody yeah. else I mean I've got in, in the work that I do I've got a bunch of big 10 buddies and uh, most of them were saying you guys are the better league this year I don't know I, and and for me to make that comparison is not even credible I just don't so the way you settle that if it needs to be settled is exactly what you just talked about you you, you both get into the same tournament and uh, ultimately you start facing one another we'll see that tomorrow and just see it's kind of like the the conference challenges, yeah. you know, the right, Big 12 right, right. Uh, SEC challenge. At the end of that, you just kind of move on. I mean, that's that's what it is, and whoever won uh, the the challenge is, uh, for all intents and purposes, because there's no better way, another better way, otherwise to settle it. That's the better league. Yeah, yeah. So another step in maybe determining that tomorrow it's one game, it's two teams, but uh, I think it will carry a lot of weight, really, especially with Baylor being a number one seed. And isn't it interesting? I mean, you and I have done this for a long time. We've been a lot of places, NCAA tournament and otherwise. But isn't there a, a kind of a swagger, kind of a difference when you uh, are associated with a team that's the number one seed in their region, like Baylor. Yeah, you know, we used to kind of get patted on the head wherever we went. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking point. about as a program. Yeah. And it was, well, you guys are gritty and you're spunky. And, you know, that's not the case anymore. Now, now it is, how are we going to beat Baylor? And I think Baylor understands that. I mean, it, it, it just the, – the cool thing about March Madness is – it is 40 minutes, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. Whoever is best for 40 minutes, that's all that matters. If you're the better team, you advance. If you're not, you go home. And that's really pretty cool. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We just continue to march along. But it is nice to – and swagger is a really good word for it because swagger is not uh, arrogant. Mm -hmm. It's just confident. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in the way they handle themselves. And I think they've got that swagger back. It's fun to be uh, associated, you know, in the way that we are with the team, isn't it? It is. Because there's, they do things, uh, you know, the team, the program does things in such a first-class manner, and Coach Drew, you know, and, and the entire staff, they just do everything in, in uh, you know, the best possible way to represent Baylor 
and uh, that's fun. I mean, you, you've got nothing that uh, you have to shy away from, be ashamed of with this program. That's right, and we talked about it last night on the air just briefly. One of the many, many things we miss about uh, our Baylor experience because of COVID is the interaction we have with the team. You know, I, when, when I'm on the road, when we're on the road with the team, the highlight of my trip is Chapel Scout. Absolutely. It, it's, um, it, you know, you get a really good scouting report. We get to look at the scouting report. We don't get to hang on to it. Uh, but And then they, they follow it up with a chapel uh, led by one of the assistant coaches. And I'm telling you, it is life-changing. Yeah. And to be inside and experience that is special for me. It's a treat for us to be invited in. Another thing, John, uh, we don't get, I don't get anyway, the insight that is unique to Baylor's approach to winning a game. There's a lot that happens that's beyond the stats that we get from David Kay, which are tremendous, but there are some tweaks, there's some subtleties, there's some nuances that really matter, and we don't get that, and yeah. I miss that. I'm kind of guessing at that and uh, feel like sometimes, you know, what we're saying on the air is not as substantive mm-hmm. as it could be because of that. I'm, I really miss that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's that's the part that I miss the most, you know, not being with the team, not traveling with them, mm-hmm. not being in, in pregame meals and chapel and scout. And uh, uh, that's that's been that's been the biggest difference, really, for me. I mean, we've made it work travel-wise, mm-hmm. but just not being around them has been uh, – I've missed it. Yeah, I have too, and I think they've done a great job because they just are just unbelievable at this, making sure you and I feel included. Yeah. We got to cut down the net yeah, that at, was very at, nice. after the Tech game to win the league, um, you know, making sure that we're just uh, still considered to be part of the team, and I feel that, and I really appreciate it. All right, uh, Baylor, Wisconsin coming up tomorrow. You got any particular insight on the Badgers right now? Not much. I, you know, they they lost six of eight before they got into this tournament. You know, they were in an at large. Uh, uh, they got an at large berth, uh, but you know, they're Wisconsin, and uh, they're a little like Kansas. A little like Kansas in the sense that their attitude is to win championships. Yep. I mean, they've been to the Final Four in, in in the you know last what six or seven years. Um, and so they, they've got a Big Ten mentality. Uh, they won't be overwhelmed by Baylor's physical uh, level of play. Um, I, I, you know, I think they shot the ball extraordinarily well, which is something they don't do. Right. And uh, so it, it, that's a little bit of an aberration, I think. But you never know. You get a really good team that starts shooting the ball well, and that can extend for a while. But that's really not who they are. They're, they're disciplined. They're uh, more of a half-court team. I think the Big Ten's more of a half-court league. And, and so um, I think pace will be important in that game. But, you know, the really cool thing, and as I'm just thinking about it, we know who we are. And when we do what we do really well, the great news is we can win a national championship. And so it's certainly you get focused on Wisconsin, but I think the focus is more on us and making sure we're doing everything that we know we can do. We've proven it. Right. And if we live that out, and, you know, again, it's 40 minutes at a time, but if we do that, we got a great chance. But it's 1-0. and Yeah. It truly yeah, it is. It has to be. Yeah. There's that swagger coming through There's again the right swagger. there. Yep. And Frank Kaminsky is not walking through that door for <laughs> that's, Wisconsin either. That's helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. All right, man. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. It's sure fun. All right. Okay. Pat Nunley with us.